that's what I'm looking for. And the more clear you can be on the on the type of friendship you're looking for, the easier it will be for you to kind of pinpoint the relationships you want to invest in and the relationships you're willing to say, I kind of don't have the time to put into them right now. Welcome back to the Travcest podcast. Thank you for joining us this week. I think we have a pretty fun show planned today, so I'm excited to get into it. Yeah, we. So we're your hosts, Kim and Aaron, and this is basically the pod where we talk about all things travel and our lifestyle as healthcare travelers, as people who love to travel the world, as a couple who's building a business, all of the things kind of behind the scenes as our life as travelers, because that's what we've done for the past 10 years. Well, and married travelers. Right. (laughs) So this is kind of where we like spill the tea and tell stories and like all of those things that we always want to like share about, but aren't necessarily the place to do it in like a training or like in our course, you know, like this is the place that we can like shoot the shit and just uh, get real and have some fun. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, if, if you really think about it, it's like being married and on the road for 10 years, we've been nomadic that entire time up until this contract, everything we own fits in our Jeep. We just up and go. We're constantly on the move. We're nomadic. We're, we're married. So we're, you know, having to have our relationship always moving and always growing and all and, so that's where it's just a lot of fun to come on here and share those things as we are seeing them. And hopefully you leave feeling inspired or entertained or you laugh a little bit. Or like better about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of leads into this podcast, right? Well, and, and so we like to write because we like to share what's happening in our life in real time. And usually the topics that we talk about in the podcast are inspired from like events that are going on in our own life. And so this conversation that we want to have about making friends as adults, as travelers, and how that can be tricky sometime and navigating that was sparked from our own experiences this week and conversations that we've been having ourselves. And so we thought, well, let's bring it to the mic and let's chat it out. Yeah. So I that's love it. what we're going to talk about. But before we get into the show, did you want to you wanted to say Oh yeah, I wanted to say if you are a part, if you're a listener and you are a part of our Facebook group, our private Facebook group, it's called Travel Life Freedom and Scrubs, which I feel like we should change that to like Travcest. We should. So it's all cohesive. I'll change it tonight. But anyways, that's the name of the Facebook group for now. And this Wednesday, so on 2-9 at 8 p.m. Eastern, we're going to go live. So we go live in the Facebook group a couple times a month. And so we're going live this week and we're basically going to be teaching kind of like a beginner's guide or beginner's boot camp for travelers, like new travelers. And we're going to go over the pros and cons and what to expect and what to think about, how to set yourself up for success, quick tips, and just kind of an overview and insight into this travel world. So if you've been thinking about wanting to travel, we've had so many new travelers join this Facebook group um, and start listening to this podcast. We wanted to kind of go back to the basics and, and kind of go over that stuff. So 
join us live in our Facebook group. And also, if you want to learn all the travel things and quickly and, and dive in <laughs> and get you know access to over ten years of us learning and making mistakes and figuring things out um, on the road over the last ten years, we've compiled all of our knowledge, all of our tips all the things to help set you up for success as a traveler and our online course traveler school. So you can go check that out as well on our website, Kim and Aaron G.com. Loves it. And with that, let's, let's get, get into, into the, the show. show. Well, first, okay. <laughs> I was just going to say, cause I just had this thought that, my voice, I kind of have a sexy voice going on because I'm a little scratchy. From singing last night? No, was it last? Oh my God, it was last night. Okay. Literally like Whoa. seven hours ago. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Aaron and I didn't go to bed till three o'clock in the morning. Oh, that which, is not how I like to start my Sunday. But. I know. And ex- I mean, that is late. Like, I don't remember the last time. Cause even when you and I go out or we go to dinner, we go out with friends, whatever, we're usually home like midnight. I'd say like, that's a pretty normal time. Even 1130 when, when we're raging, right? Yeah. It's like midnight. It's like late. And so three in the morning, Well, even New Year's Eve, I don't even think we made it till one thirty. No, it's like five, four, three, two, one. Like pass out, go to bed. No. <laughs> well, and I'm usually in bed at like nine. Like yeah. I'm an early bird, whatever. So we stayed up until three in the morning. We did karaoke. Yeah. We went to a friend's house, which is what we're going to get into in this episode, talking about making friends as travelers. But we went to a friend's, and they had a karaoke machine. They had everything. That was like a fun house. They. Had- Okay. They, they had, had like human sized Jenga. They had fire pits. They had pool. They had jacuzzi. It's freezing cold in Atlanta right now, but um, man, they had games. Corn they hole. had cornhole. They had Super NES like games. Like oh, like Hello Nintendo, Super Nintendo, that's what I said, Super NES. Oh, I didn't know that was what it's called. <laughs> yeah. Is that like the cool people call? It? Okay, yeah, they had Mario Kart, which again, I'm not a gamer. Never was, never allowed to play games or anything, like, as a kid. But I used to, like, sneak over to my friend's house and play Super Nintendo, like, the Yoshi World. And so they had that, which is so freaking cool. Like, anyways, they had everything. And we ended the night singing Aladdin, which, by the way, Aaron called me his Jasmine last night. You did good, buddy. It's the first time. I fucking nailed it. Uh, <laughs> it's the first time you've sang it in 14 years and I've asked you to like really be my 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 cohort in that song. That's not true. We've sang it together. You just don't remember. You were browned not out. Under, browned out. <laughs> not under a karaoke machine live. No, you've yeah, never yeah, yeah. Done okay. That. That's fair. I've never done it on a mic in yeah. front of other people. That's usually like he and his sister's song. <laughs> and <laughs> which was Michael and his sister's song too. Which is so random. I know. And picture and picture. So it's weird. Yeah. Know. But we nailed it. We sang a little Zach Brown. We sang a little Ghetto Cowboy. A little Jimmy Rhodes. A little shout out to our boy back home in Duval. Duval. 904. He, uh, yeah, he's a songwriter anyways. Aaron's obsessed. I love it too. One of his songs. So we sang that. Mm-hmm. 
regulate. Okay, we like we, did yeah, we the crushed gamut. it. So this today, I'm a little scratchy. Um, now I know how like Mariah feels because oh it's like God. I just like left my freaking voice and like well, everything. What would they say? Real the real singers say your voice shouldn't be scratchy if you're singing properly from your diaphragm. Then why do like most of them all have like scratchy? Have you ever heard Mariah Carey talk? It's like I am like it's really hoarse. I've heard that there's that's like poor vocal technique. Okay, well, I'm going with, like, I rocked it. Okay, and you did. people were actually just mesmerized. <laughs> and okay. take it back. I'm okay. just throwing that Can out there. Can we just jump into this, please? Okay, so just forgive us if, you know, it that's was a, why. It was a good lead-in, though. So, the, so what we want to chat about, because this is a really interesting conversation, because making friends, even just as an adult, is, like, one thing, right? Because... It's, I feel like it's harder to make friends when you're, like, in your 30s. And, obviously, when you, you've been friends with the people you went to high school with or college with. And they or just, grew up with. Or grew up with. And they just kind of become your friend group. Because a lot of people just, they live in the same town. And they have their friends, whatever. So, making new friends as an adult is one whole category. But then, like, making friends and creating friendships as a traveler... Or as an adult traveler. Well, right. <laughs> just combines the two and makes it even more tough. Is... Is very it can be very tricky, and so. No, I was just oh, gonna say there's sorry, also the pug is gulping. I know, like okay. for some reason she decided she gets, she's so thirsty and is like chugging a bowl of water. At we like were the top we were talking about the voices being hoarse, and she was singing. <laughs> she was singing last night too. She did lots of barking. Yeah, um, she so did. she's also hoarse. But anyway, <laughs> I, I don't think we can hear it on the mic. But it's all good. It's, it is distracting to us. I know. But, I, I will say that there are, when we were talking about this, there are a lot of depths to it, like this whole topic, right? Because I, I honestly feel too that there's levels to it. Are you, is this your intention? Is your intention to make friends, right? Are you a couple? Are you single? Like what are, because you have to number one, put yourself out there. And that's something that you and I have been talking about recently right yeah in the past well, couple of years of traveling yeah so there's Roll some depth to it right yeah yeah totally because i want to just start with the fact that you know we talk a lot about like pros and cons of traveling mm-hmm. and one of the pros is that we always say you make friends everywhere you go you meet cool people you meet people you would never normally meet or have relationships with and that's one of the coolest parts about traveling right Very much so but on the flip side of that, as travelers, we're only in the same place for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you meet these people everywhere you go and you start to kind of build these friendships if, like you said, you, you do put yourself out there and, and that which we're going to get to. But you, you start to build these friendships with people. And then before you know it, you're leaving Mm-hmm. And you're on to the next and you're kind of starting over again. And so it's almost like we have these friends and these people we really love and like people we become close with that you feel connected to, but they're spread out all over the country. And once you leave, it's like you don't know when you're necessarily going to see them again. Or you can't just be like, hey, like everybody in all 20 states where our friends are spread out, like let's just come over for dinner, right? Like, so 
you have people all over that you're friends with, but you don't really have that same connection where you can really build that solid foundation for a long period of time because it's three months and you're gone. No, and I, I would I would argue too that we are in the a great space now in 2022 where we can keep friendships alive by Skype, by Facebook Messenger, by Facebook, by social, by Instagram. But I, I do believe that that only goes so far, right? Because, um, like, for instance, I got a text today from um, somebody I've worked with uh, at a contract, um, somebody in our community who also worked at a facility that I worked, and they got together and had lunch today, and they sent us a picture. And there, you have to make those efforts, right? Like, if we were ever back in the cities that we went to we would have to make that effort to go and reunite with those people that mean a lot right because relationships take work it's not just like a passive kind of thing well even not even going back to the city like obviously if we went back to san diego 100 percent, we would go see them right because we really like them and their friends like all of that but even just when you're building a friendship it takes effort it takes work it takes you you know going out and being okay let's have dinner this week okay let's go here this week like obviously we all know that relationships take work especially new relationships right it's not the same as like you know my best friend that we've been friends for 15 years love her we can always kind of pick up where we left off but we have more of that foundational piece Mm -hmm. where when you're creating these new friendships like later in life it definitely takes a lot of effort. It takes mm-hmm. intention. And, you know, like, for instance, we have... Uh, so we did a meetup here in Atlanta. And one of the girls who came, she was a traveler school student, which is always one of my favorite things, too, is, like, when a traveler school student becomes, like, a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was a traveler school student, traveler, came to the meetup. You know, you connect with people. Like, there's certain people you just connect with, which we're going to talk about, too. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you just, you just like them and you're like, listen, I know we're going to be like real friends, right? Because you can have like meetups and you can be like, wow, that was fun. They were so cool. Like, and then like, and then you kind of just move on with life. And then there's some people you're like, no, like this is a person I actually want to be real friends with. And so anyways, I, we both got that vibe. We really liked her. Shout out Sam. What up, what up? And uh, if you're listening and she loves the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, then she was like, let's like have lunch or something. And so this was maybe like a week later and then made the effort to go and have lunch with her one on one and just felt like, gosh, like we just connected. It was fun. It was easy. I'm like, this girl is like a girl like I would be friends with forever. Right. But it's this. So we've hung out, you know, a few times. We even did a, a double date. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. We did a double date. Yeah. Like, we hung out because she was taking a contract uh, like an hour from Atlanta. So, we, you know, and she made the effort to come to Atlanta, right? And, like, it was an hour away. Like, and so we made efforts to kind of get to know each other better. But... She's leaving in a couple of days. And so as the life of a traveler, right? Like she's moving on to her next assignment. And so it's this weird thing where you're like, wow, that was so fun. But like we're both moving on. And I know 100% we will see each other again. And we're going to be real friends. And we've already talked about like the skiing we're going to do and the adventures. But like it's not a normal type of friendship where like when you're back home, 
You know, like when we lived, when we were just like full time people. Right. You have your crew. Yeah. And it's like. Every, I mean, we had our crew like every weekend. That's we what would I'm do saying. like Sunday fun day on the bikes and like go over to the houses and play cornhole and sit outside and barbecue and grill and everything that we did. We always reached out to them first to be like, "Do you guys want to do this with us? We're going to a Jags game. Do you want to go? Like, we're going to this place. Do you want to go?" And if they said no, well, then we would just go. Right. Like that's your life. Most of the time when you live home, like living in Florida in the same place for years and years and years, that was the weekends were about being with our friends and going and doing something with them. So you're just constantly years, years, like building these relationships and friendships and they grow and it just becomes part of your normal life. Whereas a traveler, we build these found like these relationships and then we leave Mm -hmm. and you're like, well, maybe I'll see you in a couple of months or, you know, you're just kind of not sure. And of course we all connect in Instagram. And like you said, like you can FaceTime, like there's all these ways to connect. It's not like you just poof away, but it does become more challenging to like really kind of, um, build that that community when everybody is all over the place. Right. I think too, there's, there's two levels to this as well. One we've noticed because we've been doing a lot more traveler meetups that it is. Okay. I say this with air quotes, easier to meet other healthcare travelers because we're always mobile. So I've seen that it's easier to reconnect with another traveler that you've met, maybe in the same city or at TravCon, which is at a phenomenal place to meet a community of travelers, um, or just whatever. If you work with another traveler, then it is to meet or to build a relationship with people that you meet on your contract that are full time. Oh, like normal folks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> normal. It's a, because I'll say that because we remember our. So we came to Atlanta on our first contract. Then we went to Wisconsin and we met the coolest, the coolest people. But they were all the full-timers that you were working with. And we stayed in contact probably three or four contracts down the road. But then it started to fizzle out, right? Because life changes. We're constantly in motion. It's not a bad thing. No judgment. I'm just saying like they're in their own world. They stay put. Mm-hmm. And we don't see ourselves going back to Janesville, Wisconsin anytime soon. Right. If we were ever close, Chicago, something like that, like maybe try to meet with people. I flew back into Janesville, Wisconsin to go to um, Madison, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. And I tried to reconnect with some friends there. It didn't work out, but like we made the attempt. Yeah. Um, But it is a lot more difficult where I've seen we've been able to meet up with travelers that we've met through TravCon, through contracts, throughout all over the place. Yeah, right, because I think that's true because we have a lot more flexibility where I know that with travelers, it's like we can be like, okay, we like we were we are going to plan another we are planning a trip to Bali Mm -hmm. with another uh, she was a traveler school student who, again, we we met in real life at TravCon and we just connected. We're like, Mm -hmm. she's our people like we like her a lot. Well, and her fiance is badass. Yeah, like we vibe. So we were going to like go to Bali together. Like, okay, let's plan it around our contracts. And then obviously that didn't happen like COVID, whatever. But like that will happen. You know, like there's people that we've met along the way that like we know that we're going to be friends with forever or you know what I mean? Like they're real friendships. But I think that was kind of the takeaway of, you know, where we have a bunch of people 
a bunch of friends that we really like and would want to spend more time in and they're sprinkled all over the country where back home all of your friends are sprinkled within like a 10 mile radius so you're Mm. like let's get together you know and and so it becomes more tricky but it it's really about like the people that you because again it's just a fact there's people that you have fun with and you enjoy while you're on assignment or that you meet and it kind of fizzles and then there's people that are actually like these are my people Mm -hmm. like this is something that's worth putting an effort in to saying like let's let's like continue to try to grow this friendship Mm -hmm. as much as we can not being in each other's life every you know week or every day like a normal friendship would be back home right right no i think let's um I do want to say too. I want to kind of like back it up and okay. and get down to you know when we first started traveling. So I kind of want to talk about the efforts and then our kind of thought process around building more community that has been more recent of like really making an effort to do that. How we as a couple can just literally go into our hole, especially being you know having the businesses that we have and the podcast and all the things that we're trying to do. It's easy to just like recluse ourselves. Um, and not put ourselves out there versus solo travelers being maybe shy and things like that and them putting themselves out there. So I kind of want to talk about that okay. and then get into um, our thought processes around uh, the back home stuff, right? Back home friends and then kind of growing in and out of different friendships. Does that sound cool? Sure. Okay, cool. Just okay. want to make sure. So Kim, <laughs> I, you're out. <laughs> yeah, Kim took notes, and like I see her notes, but like I want to make sure that this is where we're going because I've I've got stuff in my head I want to say, but I don't want to jump to. Anyway, all you want to make sure said, it's outline approved. Okay, correct. <laughs> so what I was gonna say was when we first started, we were really excited about meeting new people, um, and that's what the cool part about traveling is, uh, but. I did notice that I was never really putting myself out there that much um, when it came down to extracurricular activities outside of work. And uh, like we said, in Wisconsin was the first time we ever met a lot of people and really started... That was my first contract. It was your first contract. We met a lot of people within the contract and we did a lot of things. Yeah. Right? And then I feel like, I think it was like once we started the businesses. I was going to, a million percent. Because I was thinking, you're right. Like at, in, in California, I hung out with people. That's what I'm saying is like, okay. that our whole motto, like when we first started traveling was all about, you know, obviously the traveling, the work, and then like hanging out with people, meeting people. And then when we decided to like start, you know, when we, our fitness business and we were like personal trainers and like all of that. It then became, okay, work, and then obviously you and I are in a relationship, so that takes time, and then business, and our social life is the thing that took the back seat, where we started to say no to things Mm -hmm. that we normally would have been like, fuck yeah, let's go, but we're like, no, we have to like work and like try and our client, you know, like, so that's (laughs) when I- build our business. Yeah, I feel like that's when things start, our social life took a back seat. You're right, but So, so we've reconnected to that recently. And started really saying yes to where a lot of times we would have said no. Like when people, like for instance, last night we were invited to come over to somebody that I work with now, currently, his house. And he was grilling and and smoking some meat and they had a bunch of food and we sang karaoke, like we said at the beginning, and played games and had a fire. 
And I think, you know, circa three or four years ago, we would have said no to that. But you don't think so? You don't yeah, no, I guess you're right. But I, I think just setting the, the... Because we're... Most people aren't like us, so I don't want to go too into, like, how you and I make those choices. Because majority of people, like, who listen to this podcast or in the community, like, aren't necessarily building a business. Right, so, but- like, the reason we our time is so precious because you're working and then we have a million things to do. Like what we talked about on last week's episode of feeling kind of overwhelmed and that. So like we really have to manage our time. And so we got into this habit of just saying no to things we normally would want to go do, but because we wanted to use that time to get work done because we only have a certain amount. But like, I feel like most people aren't in that category. Okay. Substitute our business for people that are really into working out or, that are really reclusive or that are um, introverts or nervous or shy. I mean, you can input where you like, and I... Okay, so you're just saying people who would normally maybe say no to something correct. because of whatever reason. Because of whatever reason. So for us, it was because we got so involved in building okay. our business. I just don't want to go down a tangent with building our... I feel like we've talked about that to like... No, I know. A, no, I don't. Beating a dead horse. No, I don't want to talk about okay. that. I'm just saying, like, we started making the decision to put that more forward than staying home and building our business. I gotcha. You're saying we put community and uh, getting out socially again and, and meeting more new people, 100 back in our life. Yes, okay. because yes. we realized, you know, that community is everything, and we were kind of like missing out on that whole like social. Feeling, especially being travelers. Yeah. And so I, I think it's a good thing if you're feeling, it's, it's about prioritizing, right? Like, does it mean something to you to build a community, to possibly have a lasting friend? Um, like I said, I was really proud of ourselves one time. We literally traveled from Florida to Washington and didn't have to get a hotel until after Colorado because of friends that we've met. Yeah. And we had a free place to stay and we hung out and like took our time and written saw their hometowns and it was just a lot of fun and it was really cool to not have to not have to buy a hotel until after Colorado. Right. Which is cool. Right. So I guess yeah, what you're saying is if making that a ma- pushing yourself to say yes to things when you ultimately want to say no. Yes. Like whether it's because you're you know, nervous or you don't feel like going like, oh, that's, that's actually really true. Cause even yesterday I didn't want to go. Correct. No, you're right. Okay. Like I didn't. Cause I was like the, this weekend that we just had, well, I guess it's today's Sunday, but was the only weekend we had where we didn't have something planned. We didn't have something going on. And so I was like, oh, I just kind of want to like be, I didn't want to have to get up and be social and, you know, get ready and go into this whole thing. I just wanted to be home and Everyone was like, no, I think it'll be good. You know, they invited us over. It'll be fun. And I don't know when we'll be able to do this again because of all the things we have. So I was like, all right. And we went. And I'm so glad that we did. That is one thing. Like, there's time. Like, I think initially, you know, with social things, I'm like, ah, I don't know. It seems kind of like a lot of work. But every time I push myself to go do it, I'm like, that was so fun. Like, I feel like sometimes you do have to push yourself. And it does take effort. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you want to make friends, like it's going to take more work with the lifestyle that we live. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think too, like just throwing out there, we met 
an amazing couple in Greece on a wine tour. Yeah. And we just literally hit it off to where I do feel that the person leading the wine tour was really getting annoyed with us. He was because like, shut, shut up. I, I, shut didn't, up. I didn't care about the wine. I didn't care about what he was saying. I just wanted to ask this couple as many questions as possible because... We just clicked, and it was like, oh, my God. We set up a dinner date before we even left the thing, and we've been trying to stay in contact, and I've been telling myself that, like, I need to reach out to them um, because they've been reaching out to us, and I want to say, hey, can we do, like, a Skype meetup where we just kind of sit here and, and connect because it's been a while, and we're both mobile, so we're both nomadic. Uh, they travel and work from home, and we travel, obviously, in healthcare, so it, like... It does take that effort, but as I'm sitting here talking, my gut is like, you need to reach out to them because they're people that I want to cultivate this relationship because I really do value it. Yeah, like we had so, like again, you just meet people and you're like, these are our people. Like there was a lot of people on that tour and we went to like learn about wine and we were, the four of us were just nonstop. We clicked right away. Like we were getting annoyed when our guide was like, wanting to share things yeah like okay we, guys stop talking like i need to share signed, we're like Pfft. yeah we signed up to like go on this tour and learn the things and then every time he started talking we're like can you like give us a minute we're in the middle <laughs> of something important here you know <laughs> which is just so funny but yes those are the relationships you want to nurture which goes into kind of the next thing was like mm-hmm. we had this okay it wasn't we didn't just have it but it's something that we've talked about a lot of like the cool thing is like being an adult and making new friends is that you really get to choose your friends and the people you want to surround yourself with and the people that you want to make time for in your life, right? Because time is our most precious commodity. Whether you have a family, we work, we all have a lot going on. Time is important. So who you choose to let into that time and into your life is important, right? And it should be with people that make you feel good, that lift you up, that inspire you, you, that push you, that challenge you, that it's easy, right? Friendship should be easy. It should be a flow. Like you should, what? Sorry. Go, go. Okay. Just because I was saying, you know, back like, like most people as normal, as normal folk, I guess we're just going to call people who work full time, normal folk for the sake of (laughs) this episode. You get it. Yeah. But you know, it's like the friends I had back home were friends. I, you know, went to high school with or middle school with, and they were kind of just like the, like, or people that we worked with at the hospital, like you just kind of become friends with the people around you. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, Oh yeah, these are my friends. Like, even you with like your group of guy friends like you guys have you grew up together and like you're still super close and you can still be close but you can also be like I've kind of outgrown what that friendship was mm-hmm. like we can still have fun together and you're always going to have that connection but like a lot of times we go back home and like you know we just feel like we've outgrown a lot of those friendships because we're so different and not that we're better or not whatever but we change and evolve And then you kind of come back to these friendships that feel a little bit stagnant in a a way because there's not as much in common as there was when we all hung out all the time and we lived life every weekend together. It's different now. Well, your your interests have changed. Most of the people that I go back to see, my group of guy friends, they all have at least three kids. We don't have kids. We travel the world. We're constantly nomadic. We're meeting new people. We're building businesses. Our interests 
have changed, right? right? So instead of talking about, you know, catching up on the kids' soccer and like constantly talking about, which there's nothing wrong with that to a certain extent, but we don't have the interest in it. I always want to get the updates of, of what they're going through and what, what they're seeing and what they're like lit up about. But it's also like if they're not able to ask me questions and kind of wonder about our lives and we just stay on that subject for eight, nine hours, or if it becomes, I think, I don't want to jump ahead, but you said this last night and it really registered with me. Did I hang out with those people and have to revert back to somebody that I don't really like being or that I've kind of outgrown just to fit in? Or did I stay the same and, and stay my elevated self, my new self, right? Did I say that right? Like, did you revert back to old patterns just to fit in? And I think that's what I'm starting to realize now is like when I go home and we all sit and talk, the first thing we do is like we get like a house or we go and play golf and we drink and we play, you know, it's like the same things over and over again. Instead of like, dude, the world is our oyster. Let's go like. Let's go push ourselves. Let's go do something. Because that's like what I'm into now. Because that's what you're into now. Which like right. back then you weren't that like that wasn't really your top priority. Where you know the whole like having to revert back to like old patterns. I think because that's what I was saying about now as adults, as travelers, we get to choose the friendships we cultivate and put time into. We don't have just these people that we've grown up with that are our friends and we kind of just stick with our crew, whatever, like we get to choose. And so reverting back to, you know, old relationships where, yeah, it's like you, the relation, you over drink and you kind of just like party and you, or you become gossipy or you just talk about the old times because there's not really a connection to talk about the, what's going on currently. You know, it's like kind of witnessing like, are you the per? Are you showing up as a person you want to be inside of a relationship, like the best version of yourself that you're bringing forward that feels good, or are you kind of reverting back to like who you were those ten years ago? I'll also, say, do you shy away from talking about the new things that you are doing because you f- feel that you're either not connected anymore, or that they might think you're better, or there's a lot of different reasons yeah. why you don't share the new form of yourself, whatever that is, because we've been through that too, because you do get in this lump of like, you know, Kim was never a hiker. Kim was never outdoorsy. Kim was never this. She was the party girl or Aaron was the, you know, aggressive, like funny guy, like, you know, insecure, aggressive, funny guy. You're talking about me 14 years ago. Like you don't even know. Correct. So do you, do you, do you feel like you have to fit back into that mold to fit in or can you go back to those relationships as your new self and still fit in? Right. And that like, yeah. So talking about like the friends back home, but like, that's important questions to ask yourself. Cause even when we go back home, I'm like, okay, who is, and again, I don't mean this in like a, uh, better than anybody type of mentality, but it's like, okay, like I have limited time and that time will be spent with people. I truly want to spend that time with, not because I feel like I have to, not because of whatever we only have room for so much in our lives. Right. And everything I bring into my life, I want it to matter and add value and to feel good. And if it doesn't, you're done. You're out. And what we said last night, and we've said this before too, but like 
moving forward with the choices of friendships I'm making, I have no freaking time for any one-sided relationship or conversation. Relationships, conversations are two ways. There's the, you know, or two-way street. And there's certain people who we all know that we meet that it's just all about them, 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 them. Let me talk. And like, you can't get a word in edgewise. And you're like, we've been at dinner for five hours. And I don't think they've once asked about us or what we do or Or how we are. Show any signs of interest in trying to understand who we are. Yeah. Like, what are your interests? You guys, what do you guys do with your downtime? Oh, you have a business. That's interesting. What's that? Like, even if you don't connect, you still try to connect, right? And you at least experiment to see if you do connect. But if it's just a constant, like like you said, like you go to share. There was a time that we were hanging out with somebody that we've met. And I literally had to say, listen, can I have five minutes to tell this entire story? If you have to preface with that. And they still didn't give you the time. No. Because like, they just want to talk so much that like you feel like you have to rush through something because they're going to cut you off and start talking about their own story. And it's like, I don't have time for that in my life. Those are not relationships worth cultivating. Even, you know, I, I had a best friend. We were like sisters, sisters and did everything together. Talked every single day on the phone. Like just, we were so close and you know, I had started traveling, whatever. And I remember like, uh, we had kind of started to fizzle out a little bit over the years anyways, like as I had moved to Jacksonville and we weren't in the same town and we didn't see each other as much as we did. But anyways, when I came back from like a first assignment or second assignment or something, I remember going to to lunch with my sister was there too. And I was so excited to see her. And we literally were at lunch for two hours and it was on and on and on about the drama with this guy and this guy and this is happening and oh my god it was like I felt like the energy was sucked out of me and not once my life had changed so much and not once did she say how's how is life what's going on like with the traveling and this and that like it was such a big part of my life it was such a big transition and I remember getting in the car and my sister was like what the hell like she didn't ask you one question about yourself and your life. It was all about her own drama. And I love her and I'll always love her. But in that moment, I was like, that, I had outgrown that. I was like, that's not the type of relationship I want to have in my life as an adult woman. I want somebody that it's a mutual exchange of life experience, that we both add something to each other or we're both interested in the other person and what they have going on. And if you don't, give that to me like I'm done period and I'm not fighting for words no and I I do think like especially to get words in so as I'm like interrupting you I'm like if you interrupt me you're not a friend right (laughs) no but I I think there's even even with people that we care about if they interrupt sometimes it's just passion right Mm -hmm. and that's okay like but if it's a constant pattern to where you literally like just sitting there and you're talking about old drama and not even ask, like, in a way of, like, hey, are you interested in what's going on back home? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you just start to spill it and then you can't even talk for two hours, like, obviously you start to evaluate. And I do think that, like, um, speaking of Sam, we were just talking about, you know, she's a new traveler and we've been traveling for 10 years now. And you start to notice at the beginning, I was always super excited to go home. 
I w- it was always fun, right? Because I got out, right? And I've seen all these new things, and I couldn't wait to go back and talk about it. And there is that sense of, like, excitement to be like, look at all this shit that I've seen and done. And look at me. And I like, want to talk and share Right, it. and this is so cool. Like, you would never believe what's outside of our hometown, you know? Like, because that's unfortunately what happens, right? A lot of people just stay in their hometown. They stay... In that comfort zone, again, no judgment, no big deal, but it is that exciting thing to come back in and you almost feel like a a 1500s like messenger, like there is land out there and beautiful mountains and like these restaurants and food, right? right? And like there's cool people. And then like nobody gives a fuck. And then everybody's like, yeah, it's an outsider. Like I don't, we don't like them, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, but you feel like every time you come home... It gets a little bit easier to kind of be like, okay, like I like where I'm at and I don't have to feel like I need to fit in or I, I can just go home, see who I want to see. And to be honest with you, we start, we've gone home less and less and less and we've gone home and kind of streamlined who we see. And it's not like these big, massive, like, let's just see everybody kind of thing. It's just like, okay, we have this time. So I feel like new travelers, you'll start to see over time. Um, and if you want to get out and you come back and you miss home, well, then that's another story, right? So it's like there's two levels to this. But if you are starting to outgrow your hometown, that is perfectly okay. And that's normal. Kim and Aaron from the Travis Podcast are giving you full permission to spread your wings and fly and not feel guilty about having to keep cultivating these relationships back home that do not elevate you anymore. Right. And, yeah, I think that's it's so normal because here's the thing too. Naturally, as a traveler, it's just inevitable. You can't like um, get around it. I don't know. I don't know the word I was going to say there. But like you can't deny it. There's no way to escape it. You are going to change. You are going to evolve and you're going to grow and your interests are going to change because of the experiences you're having, because you're out of your comfort zone, because you're doing things you haven't done, you're meeting people you haven't ever met before, you are going to change. Your interests are are going to change. You're building personality strength and you're building those muscles that you've never flexed before. And that is very empowering. Right. And so, of course, the people that you want to hang out with or be friends with are going to change as well as your interests change. Like when I lived back home in Florida, I was never like, I want to like go on a hike or like, I want to like talk to other entrepreneurs or I want to, you know, explore the Springs, all the cool like things a big around travel the- or big. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or I'm like, let's do something physical to like challenge ourselves. Like just because that just wasn't where we were at at that time in our life and our relationships reflected that because they reflected who we are as people. Right. And so as we've traveled and we've like lived in places where there's hiking and like the beautiful outdoors, we've learn that we really really love and appreciate like the outdoor life and having adventures and challenging ourselves physically and like learning and growing like and all these other things that of course our interests change which then reflects who we want to spend our time with changes also we're entrepreneurs like we love connecting with other people who are building businesses or have passions or you know are just creative or inspired and have fun ideas or projects like we love talking and connecting with people like that 
we didn't have that back home because those weren't our interests, right? Mm -hmm. So just knowing like as you change and your interests change, the people you want to spend your time with change and that's totally normal and just a part of this process. And I think the biggest thing is to ask yourself and like what we had a conversation about is like, how do you feel? Do these relationships feel good? How do you feel when you leave uh, a get together, right? Do you feel drained? Like that just sucked the fucking life out of me. Or do you feel good? Do you feel that like, wow, that was so fun. Like I can't wait to get together with them again. Or like they, you know, we laughed and we talked and we connected and it was easy. It like was how, thought provoking. Yeah. They brought up something that I hadn't even thought before. And we were able to have a conversation about it. Like that's what I'm looking for. And the more clear you can be on the, on the type of friendship you're looking for, the easier it will be for you to kind of pinpoint the relationships you want to invest in and the relationships you're willing to say, I've kind of don't have the time to put into them right now. No, and I and I think just a self-pat on the back here, I think I followed this outline really well because we just went right into the next part I wanted to say. Okay. And I, I think what you were just saying was, this year's big for me, and I don't know what's happened, whatever. I turned 40 in August, okay? Community has always been a big thing to me. And lately, we've been meeting people that really elevate us as a couple but also people that elevate me individually and people that elevate Kim individually right like they have their the different relationships and we're starting to really hone in on those and for the first time like we started thinking about like like you said I'm almost interviewing people in a, in a not in a creepy way but based off of the feelings like do I feel elevated just like you said when I leave like can I not wait to like go get dinner with them or I would literally drive hours to go see them if they were there the people that I really want to make efforts with are the people that really do elevate me um, and push me and we can connect and we help elevate each other and push each other and it's a very strong criteria now because the fact that like I don't know this realization of turning 40 and being like we're travelers and we're always going to be nomadic and finding those people that I could literally call up and be like, yo, on my 40th birthday, let's go tackle like Everest Base Camp together. Like, let's do it, man. And people are like, hell yeah, I'm in. Let me know. I'll be there in a heartbeat. Right, right. Which, you know, it's funny because when we talk about like your 40th birthday, whatever, like if this would have been you know, 15 years ago, 14 years ago, 10, whatever, when we were living home, it would be like, okay, let's all like rent a house and we'll like get a bunch of drinks and music and karaoke. We'll play beer pong. Play beer pong and like, let's party, bring in your 40th, right? Again, nothing wrong with that. Like, we still like to freaking party, yeah. okay? Like, but, the, but now, because so much has changed, it was more like, what's something physical we can do to push ourselves to like, I'm 40 fucking years old and I am in the best shape of my life. I've just done something physically challenging. And who are the people that are there with me that are helping pushing me and I'm helping pushing them to do something badass? Like, that's how you want to bring in your 40th birthday. And, yeah. You know? And, and I wanted to, like, I even said to you, like, who are the people that want to do something physically active? 
who are people that like we could all brainstorm and come up with like something impactful to do for the community together and everybody's like excited about it like I'm really getting streamlined with like who I want to surround myself with because I I do feel everybody says it if you listen to podcasts or any sort of like self-growth thing you are the the average of the five people you hang out with granted social media has kind of changed that because you can be surrounded by people that are friends, like Kim says. My friend said this. My online friends. Right, but they do influence you, right? Mm-hmm. So hopefully, Trav says, Kim and I can be your friend. Yes, and, and, we are. And we are, because we are. And that we are calling in people that want to like do all the things that we've been talking about in yeah, this podcast. Right. And I think just to kind of wrap it up full circle, like I think like the whole point is that we're all in this together as far as being adult travelers and making friendships as we go on the road. And that can be tricky sometimes and because of the nature of the constant movement. And so it is something that is obviously very possible. And it's one of the best parts about traveling is the people you meet, but also knowing it takes effort. It takes time. It takes work. And to be very specific with getting clear on what type of people do you want to surround yourself How do these people make you feel? And then choosing to really put the time into cultivating those relationships that you feel are worth it and add value and make the time to really cultivate that relationship. Right? What? And and feeling okay with releasing the old relationships that you might have years and years and years of history built up. But if they are not elevating you for the time period that you're in right now, then feel free to just let that go. If you feel you don't have to just hang on to it. Yeah. Right. There are people that say like, I might not feel connected and it might not elevate me, but my presence elevates them as long as they're not sucking the energy out of you. Right. Because you can be that positive influence (laughs) for, for people at home. Being the traveler, being the person that's got out, being the person that's growing and flexing new muscles and becoming like a better version of yourself every single day. So there, there is that dynamic. I don't want to just say like, if they're not like servicing you in your life, like cut them off. No, but relationships go both ways. And I think that's been my biggest uh, uh, kind of revelation, I guess. I don't know. Like, obviously, that's so basic. Like, we get that. Relationships are two ways, always. But... They have to serve each other. Like when you are with those people that you feel like they suck the life out of you and it's always about them, 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 and they're not, you know, giving you an opportunity to talk or share a story or constantly cutting you off and not asking about you and you feel more drained, that's probably, it's okay to like let that go or distance yourself from people that make you feel that way because relationships should make you feel good and just like romantic relationships, they're work. Aaron and I work at our relationship. We're always, you know, evaluating and reprioritizing and recalibrating and being like, okay, let's work on this. Like it's work, but overall it feels good. But we're also growing as individuals and not holding each other back for growing or making you feel resentful for being bigger or growing. Right. If I'm making you feel resentful, wait, if I'm resenting you, for growing and like all of a sudden you want to get on a healthy kick or now you're into adventure and you never were. And like, and I'm like resenting you cause I'm like, who the hell are you like doing all this? Like if I make you feel like that, that wouldn't work. Right. 
No, I'm so glad you brought that up because that's actually so true. I was just actually listening to a podcast where uh, somebody was talking about this, like, and about you want to be friends with people who celebrate you and celebrate your wins, right? There are things that are happening in our life that, you know, you're excited about, you want to celebrate. And like your friends, whether they, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to actually just put a pin in that. Cause I, but you want your friends to like celebrate you and your wins, regardless of where they are, what they have going on in their life. If somebody calls me, that's a friend and says like, this just happened. Like, you want to celebrate that with them, make them feel good, like be their cheerleader, raise them up, like don't, not somebody who tries to push somebody else down or kind of like whatever. Stifles them. Stifles them because they're jealous or because they feel stuck or because they, whatever the reason is, like that's not cool. Mm. And I don't want to be in a relationship, yeah, where it's like the whole like Gabby Bernstein, who I love, always says like, don't ever dim your own light to make other people around you feel comfortable in some way. Like you should, your friends should be like shine bright sister. They should encourage you to shine bright, go big, go after your dreams, celebrate your wins with you, like high five you. They should never stifle you and try to make you feel like uncomfortable or bad because, or like you can't do it because it makes them feel a certain way. I have people in my life like that too. And it's like, no, like I'm not, I'm not about that type of relationship because I'm mm-hmm. going to be your cheerleader and I want you to be mine, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. So anyways. Yeah, totally. I just think, I think that, that wraps it up. It does, but I do want to add this last thing. And I do think that this is something that, you know, we were recently talking about. And it's funny because we also don't know who those diamonds in the rough are, right? And you only find those friends when you put yourself out there but then what i think is cool is kim and i have taken it another step and we've like evaluated those experiences and we've said are these people that we want to like super go out like just really make an effort to to bring them along and and build community and as travelers that might take some more work but they go into that category or where is it just like, you know what, that was a lot of fun. We really enjoyed that time, but that's probably as far as it goes. Like actually taking the time to think about that. Mm-hmm. And it only comes with putting yourself out there and then evaluating it, right? Because you'll never know if you don't go, right? Perfect. And so I think that's where it's like we almost canceled that wine tour in Greece. And so did the couple we met because it was a 9.30 a.m., wine tour and we were like hung over from the night before <laughs> yeah and we were like we we don't want to go and we both had that feeling and then we didn't cancel one because we couldn't and we showed up and we met these people and they're going to be lifelong friends so if we wouldn't have put yeah. ourselves out there you, we would have right. never met them i will say too i i also don't have time for superficial relationships. Oh, And that's something I'm super passionate about because we all know, like, at least me, because I was always, like, a big party girl, like, love going out, always, you know, life of the party, out drinking, whatever. I had a fake ID at 16 at the bars, you know, whatever. And I had a lot of relationships that were, like, party friends. Like, 
you go out and it's always fun. Like, you know, like you're going to have a good time. You're going to dance. You're going to sing, whatever. But it's like kind of your party people. Like, cause you like, you're not getting like super deep when you're like out partying. Right. But like you have fun with them. I had a lot of those. And now like as an adult, like I have no time for superficial friends. Like I crave like deep connection you know, not that you always have to talk and like stare in each other's eyes and be deep and like talk about, you know. Do you have the ability to go there if it comes up? Yes, like the willingness to be vulnerable and connect and go deep and share and just like be able to talk about real stuff. I'm not, ta- I have zero interest in talking about the weather, you're a dog, uh, like. A, a TV show like of course those things are fun to talk about but like if that's like the depth of where this gets to go like I'm not interested or like if you're just somebody who and I guess like we don't really go to like bars or anything now so like you don't have party friends like at this point in the game but well I'm not just talking about sports weather stakes what's happening Me, yeah, yeah like in the no. in the news no i want to know what's up with you what was an obstacle what are things like you're seeing what are you doing what are you growing where are you traveling to why how yeah. what are you doing physically that's like elevating you like i want to know because it helps me learn it's interesting yeah, yeah like we and i think you and i because like not everybody's like this, but like our friends are too. And the people we like or the people we connect to are the same as us. But like we are deeper people. Yes. You know, we just are naturally. Like we like, we just like more in depth conversation. I want thought provoking conversation. Yeah, it's got to be meaty, right? And it's got, we've got to connect on like a soul level. Mm-hmm. You know, like you have that soul connect with people and you're just like, you feel that on such a deep level. And I think that's what makes friendships last longer is when you have that soul connection and you don't have that with everybody. So I think, again, it's like, I think the reason we went through this whole gamut of kind of what we're looking for in friends is because it's important to like get clear on what you are looking for. So you know what to put your time into because at this stage in life where we're all adulting and moving and traveling, um, you know, and you get to choose who's going to be part of your community who do you want by your side and what, what kind of relationship do you have with them and what's important? I think it's important to like evaluate that. I will say too, in closing, don't always align with people that think the same way you do. Oh yeah. Either That's push so yourself, right? But you have to be able to have a conversation. That's where we're talking about depth, right? We don't have to agree with everybody that we have in our immediate circle, I want people that make me think differently, that can explain themselves on why they feel that way, right? Not just like, this is how it is, and this is what I like, and this is it, like, period. And it's like, no, like, let's have a conversation about that because you might enlighten me to something that I've never thought about, Yeah. right? And that is how we can grow, not only as humans, but, like, as individual people, right? Like, to really be pushed in different ways of thinking, and especially as travelers, because you meet people from all over the world. So these people didn't just grow up in your hometown. Like, they've seen things differently than you have. And it's really cool to connect with people that push you as long as those people can have conversations around it. Yeah, 100%. I was just talking to my sister about this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because we think differently on a lot of things. And, like, 
you know, I can get defensive about things sometimes or like I feel like we get defensive when we're trying to prove something or like try to prove that we're right and they're wrong, whatever. And so that's something like I'm really trying to work on personally of just like being able to show up in any type of a conversation and I am not in the business of changing anyone's mind. And so like you, you can just like relax and have a conversation and like be like, why do you feel that way? Like just because I'm interested, which is actually, I will, I will say you do this all the time with our immediate friend group, except your sister. Yeah, I know because Because our immediate friend group does not think the same way we do. We all have different belief systems, whether it be religion, politics, ways of doing things, whatever it is. Like, they all have difference of opinions, and we can have really cool conversations around it. But when it comes to your sister, that's when it the is. Di- it's, Isn't that weird? Yeah. I know. It's like, I don't know what that is with her that I get super defensive. Maybe because we're just so close that it's like I can, it's like kind of like you, like even with you, like you're always going to get a little bit snappier with people you're the closest to, which is fucked up. But, like, I don't know. Maybe that is it. Because I'm naturally not like that with other no, people. No, you and your sister are really close. But you've also now, for 10 years, lived completely polar opposite lives. That's true, yeah. And that has been weird for yeah. you guys. Because that is, like, not only family, but close, close, close family. Closer than most sisters. And now you just live totally separate lives. Yeah, that's true. So that so, creates friction. Right, right. So, yeah, the whole point is that, yeah, it's great to have conversations with people who are different than you and having friendships that are different than, or like people think differently as you, because when you're just around everyone who thinks exactly the same as you, like that's boring, right? You want to, you want to like mix it up and like learn how other people do things. That's what's fun. So yeah. Add that to your friend category search list yeah, and and check the box when you find it. So take away, go home or wherever you are. And like write out a list, like what are you looking for in a friend? What's important to you? Like how do you want to feel inside of a friendship? Like get really clear on what you're looking for and and then obviously make an effort, you know, once you find somebody you feel like you click with and start to build that relationship. I would also add take the existing friends in your life and put them whether they fit that box or not. Yeah, and and never be afraid or never feel guilty No, to let relationships go that are no longer serving you, even if it happens to be family or whatever. Like, it's okay to let things go that aren't serving you. We don't have to stay in toxic relationships, whether it's romantic, friends, family, whatever. If it's, if it's toxic, right? Right. It's all good, and this is part of the process of being a traveler and the evolution of who you are becoming, you know, mm-hmm. as a traveler. So, yeah. okay, well, Let's we hope you that. enjoy that. That was a fun episode. That I feel like, were we being preachy? I don't think we're being preachy. No, I don't think you and I are ever I, preachy. I just, yeah, I want to... Like, I mean, if we are, let us know. Yeah, <laughs> I never want to come across as, like, preachy ever. No. Um, we're just telling from our own story. The whole point is like to speak from our own experience and we're, you know, we try to just be as honest as possible of things that we're going through, right? Like in this moment and to be able to share those and express them if other people feel the same way. Honestly, every podcast that Kim and I do, every episode, take what you want, leave what you don't. Honestly, we're like you said, we're not here. We're just telling from our own story. If you disagree, fantastic. That's the beauty of 
of being alive in this world. Yes. You can disagree with people, but you might have taken a nugget out of there. You don't have to agree with the whole thing. Yeah. So if we were being preachy, I don't think we were. But okay. Anyway. Okay. Preachy preach. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next week. Next Tuesday. Have a fantastic week. And yeah, we'll see you next week. Go make some friends. Go make some friends. Let us know if you've eliminated some people or if you've made some new friends. Yeah, DM us. Please, DM us. At Kim and Aaron G. And let us know what you think about the episode and what you took away from it. Because it does mean a lot to us. Okay. It does. Goodbye. You guys are our community. You're our peeps. You're like our friends. You're our friends if you don't know it at all. (laughs) 